You know what we're here for. Remember that time the Greek Freak almost dunked on Kevin Durant? I do. Remember that time the Greek Freak baptized Steph Curry even after he laid down? Oh, man. Pleading for mercy. I was so mad when they wouldn't give this fool the ball, man. He was looking for it, too. KD tried to pull up on him twice, man. You got to let him go at that. Was, that would have saved your whole All-Star game, but we here. All-Star recap. A lot of stuff went on in the ABA, you know, NBA. ABA is back on trade deadlines <laughs> Wednesday. We still got a lot to talk about, man. It's a busy weekend. Busy weekend. Busy weekend. Uh, you got uh, former players, former stars, you know, turning out jobs places. You got uh, some crazy stuff going on in college. You know, it's an interesting place to begin, but, you know, we got to start with the All-Star Game recap. Um, All-Star Weekend. I mean, Friday and Saturday was just Friday and Saturday. Hey, I enjoyed the Celebrity Game. I don't listen to Arcade Fire, but I'll tell you when Butler can ball. I was surprised to see Master P decide to wear a full <laughs> long sleeve T-shirt under his jersey. Well, he had a scuba suit on. I'm he not did. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the rationale there was. I was some underarm. He was trying to get some cardio work in while on the court. Oh, man. You had. I'm going to borrow a line from uh, commentator Michelle Beadle, who's calling the game. Are these even celebrities? That's, that's a, that was a fair question. <laughs> I didn't know who half those guys were. I didn't know who half of these people At one point, were. Mark Cuban was the most recognizable person yes. on the floor. And I'm like, wait, he's a. I know man. him. I, I knew like, yeah, him. He's on Shark Tank. I knew I'm Master like, yeah, P. He's involved in the NBA. I knew Lil Romeo. That's about it. I, the the meme guy, the meme guy. I feel I I like the, I, the basketball impersonator dude. Yeah, I like the idea, he, but he had like thirty and sixteen because he was really balling. <laughs> he was all these other people was really fat, flabby, and six celebrities. You got Mark Cuban billion out there, and the meme guy trying to hustle him. The Bucks owner was out oh. there. Mark Cuban got an M one on him. <laughs> Mark Lazary. They gonna talk about that oh, and, and they version of the meetings in their owners' meetings. Right. <laughs> Remember that time I put it on you, right? You better, better watch out now. Who was who's the biggest celebrity in the game? Baron Davis and Jason Williams. There was cool. Jason Williams had another elbow pass. I think he named literally the biggest celebrity. The biggest celebrity in the game was Master P, both literally and figuratively. Oh yeah, that was yes. it. That I don't was know. It. Maybe he's onto something. He's he's a trendsetter. Master P been a trend center, man. That boy is sitting on piles or whatever. Like Master P, I seen a video not too long ago. He dropped some real jewels on him. So definitely go salute Master hey, P. His sugar mama actually just bought him a Rolls Royce. Who that? I don't know, but I don't know how his rich ass pulled the sugar mama. That's, that's impressive. I'll tell you one thing. He sure know how to pick them. <laughs> she buying me rolls. I, I was like, I can't hate. Well played, Percy. <laughs> right on. But that was the most exciting thing about Friday, Saturday. Oh no, the Rising Stars Challenge was crazy. You got to watch Nikola point guard Jokic. Jamal Murray fired about four thousand arrows. Kentucky stays with some guards. You know what it is? Team World is a lot more exciting than Team Team USA. It's kind of sad. You got to define the term exciting. <laughs> Well, here's exciting. They were exciting without Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Literally, the Sixers' two best players were not there, and they were still exciting. The two rookie rising all-star best players that everybody would have wanted to see. And, and, they, and they're both on Team World. Right. That's fine. Which one anyway. Like that's. I'm good, but I would have, like, you know, one team is better than the other. All right, but rising stars challenge. Yeah, there was a couple interesting moments, but, like, they wasn't really playing no defense anyway, so it was kind of like whatever. It's, well, and it's, then Jamal, it's, a, it's a more exhibition version of the All Star game, so exactly. What what I, I don't know about you. When it's I, a preview of the guys that are going to be running the league. In it's a years, preview, at least a couple. Of but them. when I think about the rising All Stars, and maybe because we were spoiled with Amari Stoudemire, LeBron James, and them, 
there was a couple statements made. Even Andrew Wiggins, Zach Levine, they made some statements. So I could shoot some threes. If I would yam it, I would throw it in this hole. And not to say I need that all the time, but did Jamal Murray dropping his arbitrary 36 points really move me? Not really. Because you know what's going to happen. The lights out. I, I might watch a Denver game. I might. What I'm going to see is, you know, Jamal Murray's a good scorer, but. That wasn't that that game ain't show me nothing. It ain't excite me. As a fan, I watch basketball, let alone a person that just tuned in and don't watch it. Hey, if you just look at the teams who have representatives, the Knicks had two young bigs. It's a good sign for their future. The Nuggets had two players and one of them had to sit out. Moody didn't even play. So they they they're on the come up. The Sixers, their two arguably best players are both sat out, but they're both on their team. The Bucks had three players out there. It's a few teams that have like all the young studs. I guess you want to say the Kings have someone now because the Pelicans have Buddy, Buddy Hill, but there's no way, you know, you could Man. be grabbing a handful of Demarcus's planters and still be on the team a week later. What did you think it with the boogie trade? That's where we start. Hey, welcome to Blunt Talk, episode three. We call this the round in the form session because you know it's that stretch run in the season coming. We gotta do our stretch run here, but let's go back. What do you What are you thinking with that boogie cousins trade? My first thought. Blasphemy. Is John Calipari's going <laughs> to coach it? Yo. Maybe not now, but it's going to happen. That's not a bad throw. He got two Kentucky guys. He, he sh- For now, he got two Kentucky guys for now. I mean, if you look at them two and Cat, I mean, he must he either he the big man whisperer or he the, he the talent finder. Either way, though, that's three. That's wait, wait till they add a couple Kentucky guards to that mix. That team could be something. Boogie on the Wizards. The Wizards missed that one. The Wizards missed that one, though. Well, let's... let's 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 before we even get into the rest of All Star, let's talk about the trade that got Boogie from Sacramento to New Orleans because there's a lot I want to touch <laughs> on there. How how is that the package that got it done? Right, is it a it lot of Buddy, Buddy Hield, Langston Galloway, Tyreek Evans who played for the Kings already, an unprotected pick. Oh, I'm sorry, a protected pick. Do you know who actually won this trade? And I'm looking at it. Besides the Pelicans, that's an obvious answer. They gave up. Oh, about three, fr- three French guards and a pick. But who else going to win? The Sixers. They got a pick swap with the Kings. How? The rich get richer. <laughs> How the hell does this work? Sam Hankey's the genius that keeps on giving right now. Hey, if the Lakers don't finish with a bottom three pick, they have a pick swap with the Sixers. Oh. Wow. I don't know what the Sixers are doing, but let's... Damn, that's crazy. So you're going to have... if So the picks, they're going to get a pick from the Kings and from the Lakers... And their own. It's a pick swap. So I think the one the way it worked with the Lakers is if the Lakers have a pick outside the top three, Philly will swap whatever wherever they Okay, so they got a okay. But they still got two on the way. That's like three top ten picks, including your own. Yeah, it's kinda of ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous. But Let's talk about the Kings couldn't make the, I mean, not the Kings the Celtics couldn't make that trade. That I was gonna say trade? let's talk about the deal that they did make and who didn't make a deal. Like all right, Celtics, I can understand why you didn't want to trade Boogie if you had to give up, you know, Crowder and any of these people. Like it's a little different for a winning team to kind of give up those pieces. So I get that on the outside looking in, or if you're close, that's got to be a deal you at least kick the wheels on. I mean, I'm sure they made the call. I mean, like Vlade said, they had a better deal on the table, which I don't know. Why would you tell? Why would you tell your fan base that? Because you want to piss them off. Hey, I know this deal is garbage. You should have seen the one we had. Like that's not what I needed as a season ticket holder for the Kings, but you know, it's not a hair there. But I mean, I'm sure some deals are on the table. But I mean, look at the teams, the non-winning teams that could have made a move, like the Knicks. The Knicks, you couldn't. 
They could have co- cobbled something together. I was all against trading their pick. If the Knicks could have traded a package of like Rose, Kuzminskis, and and their pick, or like Courtney Lee, Jennings, O'Quinn, and, and their pick, I would have traded Courtney Lee, Kyle O'Quinn, Demarcus Cousins, the trainer, the water boy. Just leave. Look, I don't know why you want to keep getting rid of Derrick Rose. I say leave Derrick Rose there because he's on a one-year deal. He is. He's not going to be back next year. Let me ask you this. Who's going to be your point guard next year or the year after? Anyone else. All right. And out of anyone else, what is the chance they're as good as Derrick Rose is right now? I say there's like a 40% chance you could sign someone in the offseason to under $15 million a year who give you the efficiency of what Derrick Rose is giving you. Because his numbers, they're not, uh, his numbers on his play, he doesn't play any defense. He, he Nobody play, on that team plays defense. But it's especially bad because at least the rest of them are slow-footed or not, are not good he has defenders. The guardest posi- he, he has the hardest position to guard. But he doesn't, he just chooses not to play defense. Mm-hmm. He constantly goes under picks, which most of these guards outside of himself are shooters. He goes under pick, leaves him open on the shot. If he gets fouled, he will complain with the ref and not get back at all. At all. He's way too, like... Melo's lack of defense has become, if anything, more excusable watching how Derrick Rose plays defense. You're like, wow, you're a better athlete and younger, yet you have way worse habits. My, That's my, the word, habits. Derrick Rose, I, you can see it. He's always a player that he results on his habits more than thinking about it. Like, he just has habits. Like, I think Derrick Rose, far as his basketball IQ, I don't know, I don't know where he be at sometimes. Honestly, I think Derrick Rose is that that good as a basketball player that you know you don't notice. His, his that. athleticism makes up for so much. His athleticism, his natural talent, like that whole being able to dribble and finish how you do, that's that's innate. Like he don't have to think about that. As soon as he has to think about the game, that's where he runs into a wall. That's Derrick Rose's problem. But my thing is this: you said somebody under fifteen million. Yeah, there's a, there's who a is that? Out. You want Reggie Jackson? No. Yes, I'd take Reggie Jackson, Darren Collison, Rajon Rondo, uh, Drew Holiday. Let's see, who else? DJ Augustine, Jameer Nelson. I'll take a whole bunch of point guards that'll cost you way less. You had half of them, number one. Number two, the only name that's comparable. I I didn't say Raymond Felton or Jose Calderon. But you said DJ Augustine, who's definitely there. He's never on the Knicks. He was never on the Knicks? Never once. You know why? He sounded like a Knicks type of player. Some overachiever. That might have got overpaid before he got there or underpaid after when he was there and then made money somewhere else. But none of them names besides Ray John Rondo is even comparable to Derrick Rose on the court. It, it, it's, it's, I mean, DJ Augustine, what, what is he going to do against Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, or this down the third? Nothing. Pass the ball. That's what he's going to do. That's the answer. So you want somebody that's going to pass the ball? You want somebody that's a threat on the court? Because the Knicks' problem right now is that, that you don't have enough if, threats. If you're giving up more points than you're scoring, your threat's neutralized. You neutralize yourself. You're, you don't want to trade Derrick Rose? I get it. Who else? Let's look at the Knicks. Who needs to go or who should go? I think I think you should hold on to Carmelo. If you look at that trash package, you definitely should hold on to Marcus Cousins. It's not worth pursuing yeah. right now. Wait. Wait until no. the summer. I don't even think Carmelo's leaving. Like I maintain that. I don't think there's nothing out there, even the Clippers. No matter what y'all do, I ain't trying to go out there right now. I think he got outlast Phil. Hell yeah. I, I think that'd be a beautiful thing. Phil Jackson Phil. trying to force him out, and then Carmelo's still there. It's going to make him look stupid. And Reti- they retired as a Nick. I think what's going to happen, actually, the second half of the season, you want a Knicks preview. I think we're going to see the team respond. And we're going to see a push for that eighth spot. And, and then you're going to see an interesting first round. Because, look, 
The Knicks got ballers now. They just got to put it together, play some defense. There's nothing else out there for a trade that you're going to get back. The t- team's still built a little top-heavy. If anything, you got to swap one of your bigs for a guard. You need one. If Derrick Rose or Brandon Jennings can't go, you can't have Ron Baker and no other option. Only bigs you could trade is what, Kylo Quinn? I'm not trading Willie. Four million a year for Kylo Quinn. It makes more sense. Who to wants him, though? For four million a year, there's a few teams that take Kylo Quinn in. The Celtics actually made a call about Kylo Quinn. There's a few. If four, four million dollars for, for what? Terry Rosier? No. Hey, if you if you could deal value and get a guard back, why wouldn't you do it? You can't look. You can't. It works you can't for develop the Knicks. Your player. You can't it works for the players. Knicks, but it don't work for the Celtics. Celtics not giving up no Terry Rozier for Kyle O'Quinn. I just had Amir Johnson. Amir Johnson. I could go find me another six ten hustle player. Amir Johnson's gone in free agency. O'Quinn still had another year on his deal. I promise you, making fifteen million a year is a reason you bringing O'Quinn because now you're like, okay, he's a good replacement. I promise Same you, they'd rather find something Same than value. give up Terry Rozier. They ain't giving up Terry. They give up James Young. You're not gonna play him. Okay, the whole thing that. is, there's but so you many do the Knicks want James Young? I would take him just to have another guard. There's literally no other guards on the roster. You got a bunch of players just to have him right now. There, there's no guards on the roster. All their all their players. You know are why there's no guards? Because one of them is being taken up by Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday. See, you got you're defending Derrick Rose, and you 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 come for Justin Holiday time and time again. I do. You ain't watching enough Knicks games, brother. It's that simple. I am watching enough Knicks games. Justin, Justin Holiday, Holiday is playing on any other team right now. Yeah. Who? Justin Holiday, I have was the Pelicans. Who else? Justin Holiday, for sure. He might. He'll be a starter on the Pelicans. Nah, he'll be a starter. He'll <laughs> yeah, get out Kings. of here. You better get out of here. The Kings. Ben McLemore is better than Justin Holiday by landslide. Ben McLemore might be just better than him, and he's getting Terrence Ross. Money. You know why he's, he's better than Terrence him? Ross money. I'll give you the perfect analogy for Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday looked like a newborn fawn when he gets the ball. I know. And is somehow still the better defender than Ben McLemore. It's amazing. Defense all about effort. You six seven with long ass limbs. You better be able to move and cover somebody. That's so, not so, even. So he, you can look. see he's a better defender and he makes less money. What's that's what's like, your issue? That's like saying, all right, so why don't you sign DeAndre Liggins? Why why you got it? What's that going to fix? Give you another guard in the roster to fix your your roster balance. But you know what a guard needs to do besides defend? Handle the ball. And you know what them two people can't do? Handle the ball. He's not a point guard. He's a catch and shoot guy. I need That's both. I need for. both my guards to handle the ball. Remember what happened, Jeremy Lin? First year, Lin Sandy popped off. He went to Miami. What happened? They said, you know what? We're gonna see what you about. They pressed him every point in that LeBron game till he coughed it up and had to get off the few court. people out of uh, out of the line. Yes. But it wasn't even that. It was Mario Chalmers that got himself out. It was Mario Chalmers that ate his lunch two possessions in a row in that first quarter that got himself out. He had to go think about it. You need your guard to handle the rock. I don't need you to run the offense. I don't need you to necessarily do all that shit, but you need to be able to get the ball and handle the rock. That's the Knicks problem right now. So Courtney, how, so how Courtney many guys Lee they got to do that then? Courtney, that's the Knicks problem right now. Courtney Lee get the ball right now. Half time, he's like, what the, what the hell am I doing? I can only do A or B, and none of them things going to help me right now. And that's the Knicks problem. You, need, you, you got two dead spots the, on the floor. Those other two point, those other two ball handlers can't shoot. You you forget that whole shooters. Come on now, get out. Look, Knicks basketball need to go that to real basketball because this whole bull. Forget shoes. You need two competent players on the floor. I don't care if they forwards. If you can't shoot in the current guards, NBA, your spacing on the floor is now affecting everybody else's spacing because you're not good from outside the perimeter. You can't back out now. You can't. You got to play closer in. You're closer in. You're playing closer to where Melo and KP want the ball. 
You need to surround him with shooters, but you need a true ball handler. Yeah, but that's Derrick also Rose, part Derrick of the Rose play. Derrick Rose is not that kind of guard. Derrick Rose doesn't fit with Carmelo Anthony. And if he does, he only fits with Carmelo Anthony and not Christos Porzingis, not both of them together. Porzingis don't have no preference. Porzingis is a second-year player at 7'3 that could play anywhere on the court. You better figure it out. That's number one. You got to stop it, trying to cater it's, to this talent. It's, yeah. it's not about his space yeah. on the floor. He's part of the development. Derrick Rose on a one-year deal. He has to develop first. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, everyone talking about your finish project. Him shots. Yeah. That's how you develop him. Look, he a big man. Why he got drafted? Because he's 7'3". He can move well. And he shoots better than your guard. Right. So you know what? This is our offense. These are we have a we have a professional score every night, 25 a game. He gets a spot on the floor. You know why? That's how a team works. That's a basketball, especially. That's how it works. He gets his call. Do we have another professional score out here? He will drop 20 every night. Derrick Rose over the last five games, definitely averaging 25 and 6. Or 24 and 6 over the last five. Derrick Rose on the season. Over the last five. On more shots, has less points per game than Christos Porzingis. Porzingis played like trash like half of the games last 10. And Porzingis still has better numbers. Porzingis is with, still with 20, bro. Porzingis is still with, 20, with slump, bro. With a slump. Exact getting better. With a slump still has better numbers. But it's different between getting better and trying to start a team with him. Like, not everybody's LeBron James. You develop a team. You're not going to win right, a championship but, but right now. Not everybody's LeBron James where you're 19 and 20. And I'm saying give you the ball. You're going to figure it out. Hold on. You got hold on. Pause the foot. You got you to gotta realize. First of all, this dude played in Europe somewhere. Why are you caping for Derrick Rose? I'm not caping. I'm caping for real basketball. I'm caping Derek for Rose, real. Der so, Derrick Rose in real bad. What what team on what what what's what, about Derrick Rose? Look at in the West right now. Look, which team Derrick Rose goes on right now makes them better? Clippers. If you can't get CP back, you get Derrick Rose. If, you got a real. If you can't get CP back, then, I'm saying of course. Are there. I'm saying of course. All right, look. If you send Derrick Rose to the Pelicans, it's a wrap. It's mm. a wrap. It's a wrap because nah. everybody everybody act, act like Derrick Rose can't drop off and hit these passes. Derrick Rose's problem is two things. One, his basketball IQ. He's all instinct. He's all instinct. He's all entirely instinct. He don't think about the game like that. I can see it. Everything he does is instinct. I'm going to go for this little reverse finish. He does the same thing over and over. That's instinct. That's one. And two, his shooting is streaky. Not even that he's a horrible shooter. We shooting 35%, 34% from three, which used to be average five, six years ago it's before not, we started getting all the analytics shit. Move, lead moved on without. It's not about analytics. It's, it's about, about what makes sense. We can't on. look at numbers like the numbers you are got, You got, you do, you do. Because what happens is, you know what the problem with numbers is? Numbers is not the issue. People trying to dictate the story through the numbers is the issue. Like you can, uh, numbers was always there. You read a page, you got, you read a book, you got two pages. Left page, right page, numbers, talent. It goes hand in hand. It's not like baseball. It's not like baseball where this analytics is so, going to so, separate so everything let's, out. Let's, let's, let's be caveman about it and take the numbers out of it. You call it Derrick what you want. Rose, Derrick Rose's talent is not equivalent to what he's doing on the court, what he's supposed to be doing, what he's getting paid to be doing. If you want to bring him back as a bet, you said oh, if he's behind CP. Yeah, if he's a bench guard, that's great. I but, mean, CP's a better guard than him. That's why he's going right to start. Derrick Rose is a starter on 20 other teams in the league. Easy. Go, go, Without a question. Let's go back to the West. Go, go, back to, go back to the West. The Spurs, he's a starter. Tony Parker, Tony Parker, Tony Parker. Patty Mills been, been splitting that. First of all, he, I will never doubt Greg Popovich ever. He can make anybody work. He coaching Team USA he, next he year. He ain't making Josh Smith work. Derrick Rose point guard Josh Smith. 
<laughs> Yo, leave Josh Smith alone. That was my guy. So I could say all these things about Derrick Rose, <laughs> oh but Josh God. Smith. Josh Smith was off limits, on, man. man. Josh Smith was off limits. And forget, forget that was Gary <laughs> building next. Forget Derrick Rose. It, I, he probably won't be back next year. He's probably not going to get dealt because I don't see them making that kind of deal. But it makes the most sense to deal. What other superstars out there? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy is on Butler. The table. I think. I think Paul George is on the table. Paul George should be getting dealt. Paul George signed the extension of the year. I think he still got like two years left. They're, they're, the report is now because the Celtics think they have a chance at everybody. They already missed out on getting boogie because they got them picks. The Celtics are willing. Not the Celtics. The the, Pel- the Pacers are, are willing to make their pick available to get Paul George help so they can climb up to get Paul George help. Now, what are you gonna add? That's gonna really gonna make a big difference. They got well, a big. They were supposed to add a guard, and this this is this is gonna prove my point. Jeff T, right? Jeff T, by numbers, all purposes, was a very productive guard. When you put him, and when you, what happened with the Pacers, they looked at him on paper, said, "Oh, Jeff T gonna work here. He dished the ball out. He not a selfish shooter. All that." When it came to it, Jeff T in that system wouldn't work. The basketball skills wasn't there to mesh with it. So that's why they need they need a real playmaker that's not Monte Ellis because Monte Ellis can make the play, but he's not a playmaker per Unfor- se. Unfortunately, the best playmaker they had was George Hill, and they dealt him. Yes, but man, that boogie trade is is that's going to be great to see. Someone's going to react to it. That that's all it comes down to. I think I think you're right about that, but more so, I think they're going to show you can slow the game down again. There's not nothing wrong with slowing the game. You just got to play the right offense. Because look, you look at the championship teams. When it comes down to Miami that, they played slow slower than people. They gotta slow it down. Um, the Spurs really just play any way they want to. They don't count. But here's this is what the the, the Heat did so good. If you look at the shooting percentages for LeBron, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and what the Spurs always do when they slow down playing that half court. If you're hitting those jump shots, that's great. You're playing against seven games worth of game plans to take away what you're good at mm-hmm. from the best coaches and best players. Those jump shots aren't always gonna fall. You got to find ways to slow it down and pound the ball inside. If if the Pelicans get the eight seed and they're playing the Warriors, they don't have a chance to beat them. But they're going to have a few chances to win games because they're just going to overwhelm them. Zaza Pachulia can't deal with that down there. Well, look at the Grizzlies. Grizzlies has been the same team for the last 10 years. While the NBA is doing the all the other stuff. The only reason they slowed down is because their bigs got older. Not even. It's, they, they always try to start... Up the beginning of the season, always knew, okay, we're going to push the ball, push the ball, push the ball. And then what happens? Oh, we don't have the players to do that. But the break's so, on. Tony, Tony Allen and Zach Randall. Right. Zemo, outside the practice of facility Allen, smoking Newports. Like, right. I can't keep running. Right. Nah, I can't keep doing this. So they go right back to the old meat and potatoes. Gasol, Zebo, throw your ass in the post. Tony Allen get these steals. It's still possible. And the Grizzlies have faithfully been like... Playoff, they're playoff. always there. They, they always they, a tough out. They beat the Spurs a couple years. They ago. beat the Spurs this year. They beat the Clippers that year. They, they beat, beat the Warriors. Years they this was good. Year. Years they were good too. That that is you can't. When, when the thing about slowing the game down, and this will always be true, no matter what the game turns into, is less possessions. If you shooting thirty threes, I slow the game down. You I cut you down 20. to twenty five, right? And then you got to add either you going to hit. 15 of them Or you're gonna hit 5 of them But I'm cutting your chance down And if I'm over here Scoring the bucket Because the one thing This is basketball psychology too When you see somebody Shake you up And yam on you Or you got somebody Just beating on you Posting up And pounding that rock on you That shit get pissed you it off does. It You does You just like get and tired that's, that's when dudes Start that. holding turbo And yeah. get sloppy They turn the ball over yeah. the time, Take so a bad that shot that all counts So the Pelicans is, is dangerous If Drew Holiday Could somehow figure that out 
And they could figure out some kind of they just need two wing shooters. Dude. You know what it is? Because and and you gotta make that move for Boogie every time. hundred percent of the times you gotta have make to. that move. Especially New Whatever Orleans. you might have lost at the guard spots, there's gonna be guys you could pick up. Of course. Go, go get Nate Robinson. Look. For for four hundred thousand dollars. Only person you really lost is Buddy Hill. Tyree Evans, you knew what he was. He wasn't your point guard, so what was he? The he was a crafty There's forward. no guarantee you would have made a good pick with that pick anyway. It's not, right? It's not it, you had the greatest That's pick always you got to remember. Always in football taught me that. You know? Draft it, picks are, are the, it's a, it's the a currency gamble. of hope. That's right. what you call it. It's the currency right. of hope. Right. You can the Browns sit there. got all those picks every year. And look how many guys they got trash. in the league in the past trash years. Trash every year. Still the shit Browns. <laughs> you can't do nothing else. Like... You got to have the culture, the team to bring out the talent and all that stuff. I know New Orleans did it partially because who, who signed in New Orleans? Nobody. It's just Anthony Davis got the money. And, and unless, it, unless they gave some money to Alex Jenka, I ain't noticed. Omar Asik is still there. You know what? All, all this boogie trade talk and how the Pelicans are going to be. Can we talk about Anthony Davis in the All-Star game for a second? They kind of just decided, okay, you're going to get the MVP. Russell Westbrook didn't get the memo. Yeah, he didn't. That's he what was, I was about to touch on. <laughs> Russell Westbrook finished with 41, and he was he was not trying to he get anyone not, the MVP by I himself. I was taking every shot I got. <laughs> who, who else stood out in the, the All-Star game? Obviously, Russell did his thing. Anthony Davis broke the record, so that's as for the hometown. I, I'll still – he broke the record, but I ain't, mm. I ain't giving it to him like that. I'm sorry. Like, you broke it. But no, you not will. Although that alley oop he caught, not the one he caught from from Curry, but that reverse he got from James Harden, like a minute left. Yeah, good. Get, that last minute, get out the way and let them do some cool stuff. Yeah, no, nah, nah, they just, definitely just, finished strong. Just don't do that the entire game like they did. That was kind of whack. It just got to be a pride thing, like something, right? You gotta like you don't have to you don't have to put stakes in it where like it's a baseball. Where or maybe you do put some money on the line. That's what they did put, with the yeah, Pro Bowl. Put some, money on the line. put some money up, like even if you got a little personal bet, because you know with them old heads, it's not even that they had more competitive juice. It was just look, you know what it was? Because I ain't played them all throughout my childhood and all this stuff. Yeah, we and haven't been friends since eight right, thirteen. So I'm looking at you. I'm like, oh, who is this guy? It's the same way you might have felt in school. Like, oh, who, I'm better than him, straight up. And it's just like, all right, we ain't really going too hard. It's like the park. Like, I I know I got a, a real game tomorrow. Just some kind of aggression. But some. D-Wade broke Kobe's nose a couple years ago. Man, Kobe, every time Kobe and LeBron went up against each other, LeBron wouldn't do it as much. Up to last, even, even last year, they still got into it. And, but Kobe will always be ready to go challenge anybody that he wanted to play. LeBron, D-Wade, and AI, and T-Mac. Kobe was always there. When any one of them came through, LeBron would kind of fade in and out. Like, oh, I kind of want to battle you. I kind of don't. He, you know he didn't know what it is? LeBron's quick to smile afterwards. Right. And Co- Co- Kobe it. got that Russell West- Russell Westbrook had tried for the M1, so I oh, screamed and, and, and shoved John Wall. I love that. And everyone's like, hey, calm down. It's just a game. I love that. I loved every second he of that. He don't care. Nope. It's, it, it is a game, and I'm That's ready how he plays. all the time. I'm ready all the I time. Got, I got one game face. Right. I love that. Like, I love the fact I could, as soon as he came in the game, he was yelling at Kyrie on the end when he blocked that little weak ass layup. Him and Isaiah Thomas got into it. They got that into it. Russell Westbrook got into it. That Everybody was about look I, that whole KD Russell Westbrook thing. I don't know if we touched on it, but look, there's not much to touch on. It's not. There was no no mention the whole weekend. Then KD throws Russ an alley oop. They dapped up. The bench made it a thing after the game. Russ, what was that? It's just a basketball play. Don't ask me anymore. Exactly. I love it. That's all it was. That's it. They play one more time this year, and I hope they hate each other just as much. I bet you they do. I bet you at least one way. At least one way. I love that. I love the fact, look, I could I could be on the court. I see you on the court. You're not invisible, but 
He didn't try to warm up on the side. <laughs> James Harden came over like, nah, we do this. Yeah, we practice on the side <laughs> of the court. I mean, it's normal. It's, it's normal. normal. It's a regular thing. It's a regular thing. Like, nah. Whole team was on the other side before that. Now, I'm, I'm glad Carmelo got to go to the All-Star game. I, I think Bradley Beal... Or Hassan Whiteside, it might have been better for them to get that experience. I think Hassan Whiteside should at least got it just to have a big on the roster. Well, the thing, the thing between both of them, the Heat went on a real incredible run the past but month. Still trash. The Wizards went on a great run. They're, they're the second best team in the NBA since the new year. They moved up in the East. They moved. They went. They had a rough they're start. They're actually the second best contenders. They had. They had a because they, they got a, a good roster and they had a rough yeah. start. And then they really found their groove. And Bradley Beal is part of that reason, but. It's been so tumultuous in New York for Carmelo Anthony to get a little bit of a break. He doesn't get the respect he deserves as a superstar player. Not you see yet. it all the time. That even in being in New York, like it's a big city, big market, the fans boo him on missed free throws. The president wants him gone. I'm, you know, even Dwayne Wade and Chris Paul, they got this vacation. If they would have got the All Star bids and not been able to play, just to be out there, I feel like guys that have played this long and given as much to the game, that break is important for them. It's a chance for them to kind of just. It's a long season. For half a second, they get to kind of be normal because their peers are literally the other top players in the world. And then it's 30 more games of, okay, All right, let me go let's get it. You know, this is Blunt Talk Episode 3, the stretch run around in the form episode. You know, we did our Knicks preview for the stretch run right now. This this the halfway point of the NBA season, man. We got to see what's going on for the rest of the year. The Knicks future. Yeah, like Giannis might have been the most impressive player in the game yesterday, by the look, way. Too. I, I Anthony just want a PSA. Got a ton of those props. Speaking of Giannis, I want a PSA. Look, first of all, give props to the Greek Free. He came out and showcased, put on the show. But can I ask the East All Stars, why did y'all not give that man the ball? Hayden. When Katie didn't want it. Katie didn't want it. Because he seen what happened to his man Curry when he got put in the rim. Katie tried to half-ass step up. Like, you can't do that to my man. Ducking back there. Look, Giannis was ready. Giannis was like, oh, word? Oh, oh word? It was early in the game when Giannis, after he Giannis had that dunk, he, he stole it from James Harden and then, then dunked again. The, and the rest of them are looking around like, oh, he didn't know? He didn't, right. know, he didn't he, know that we he, don't he, do this here? He didn't get the speech. He didn't get Kawhi's the Kawhi's looking at him clapping. <laughs> there are other teams. He's like, I respect your hustle. <laughs> That's what it was. Which we all took he it didn't get thing. the speech. It's probably them and Paul Millsap. Cause he was ready to violate KD. Go check the tape if y'all ain't that, see it. That's the real. If the Knicks are looking to build him towards the future, let Melo finish out his career. I think the prospect of down the road to have it and keep KP at the four. If you put him and and one of those other unicorn type bigs, Giannis especially yeah, next need, to him, you need to quit these fight dreams. Nah, it's realistic. <laughs> that's realistic. You wait. You wait till LeBron is getting long in the tooth, and you add Look, those two next to each other, man. Yeah, I did this with LeBron with the free agency, not the first but time, not, but, but that both was different. Times. LeBron's free agency was one once in a lifetime. Greek freak free agency is not going to be Jada Kiss got a verse for you. Like that's that's different. LeBron had a whole a, a song with rappers from five cities trying to get him to come out. Yeah. They ain't doing. They had Chip the Rip had a verse for him. Yeah. It it was what they had Dom Kennedy like. Pat that Poos. ain't happened. <laughs> Pat Poo, nah, Pat Poo's didn't. Come on, no, is I'm that what LeBron didn't come to New York? <laughs> That's all the Bro the Brooklyn Nets. I was actually Poos thinking verse. of Five Fingers of Death. I just showed show my I dated oh, myself man. right there. The alphabetical slaughter ass. Right. Nah, Gian I think Giannis though. I don't think he's gonna stay with the Bucks, but that's gonna be the kind of guy that we're gonna see. Like, oh, he played for this mid market team, and then he's gonna go to one of these bigger teams on his next deal. But how they let that? Happen? How they let him walk? He got the right attitude. I think he's only gonna keep getting better. He's young because he knows it. 
He knows it. He knows it. I just think the prospect of having one of those other long, rangy young guys, even him next to Cat, one of them, put two of those guys next to each other. The AD and Boogie next to each other are good, but Anthony Davis is more in the more Have, yeah, two different kind of yeah. players. Yeah, because they both still, like, bigs. If you had yeah, like, like even I, that's why yeah. I'm excited to see if Ben Simmons plays this year at all. Ben Simmons is a legit. He should be back soon. That now they're worrying about sitting him so they don't rush back from that foot injury in the second half. The same day they did with Embiid, and it worked out for them. So you There's can't say. There's a chance to be MJ. Now I'm good. Drop 63. Yeah, coming <laughs> off that broken foot. They ain't gonna, they're not gonna make the playoffs. They're, oh, they could actually. They the, could. The East, the East is as open as the Knicks as look, possible. The Knicks and the 76ers should snatch two spots. There's a reason why. There's but, a reason but, why but the Kings there? didn't want Andre Drummond. Who's ahead of them? It's, it's the Pistons. Who, they're not trying to deal Drummond and Jackson. Andre Drummond is not. Look at all the moves they just made. It. They, I mean, because you know what they figured out. Moves Andre they just Drummond made anyway. is not a, a is not a hundred million dollar player. It's something about the motor with him. I feel because some games he's really good, and then he'll play against the same player, and the next game he's. Just not there. He's all motor guy. He's all motor guy. He's like a bigger Ben Wallace. He's he, all motor. He don't got a ton of skill. He don't got a ton of skill. He don't got a ton of touch. He's all motor and putbacks. Positioning, that's it. Everything's on your physical. If you can't move, you like Dwight Howard without the explosiveness. If you can't get your position under the block, what are you doing? You might as well be Roy Hibbert. You can't stay in the game late because you can't shoot free throws. You're not a $100 million player. This is why I, I, I would take Whiteside over Drummond right now. Hell yeah. Whiteside is the truth. Whiteside is the truth because you know what? Whiteside is skilled. Like, you see the skill. Let's, and have, let's have a quick rerun to talk moves. about the sad state of the Kings for a second. They have Whiteside and Isaiah Thomas. They clearly have no clue what they're doing over there. Nah, because they draft the center every year. You had Rudy Gay twice. You had Tyreek Evans twice. And Willie Cauley-Stein, they drafted to play behind DeMarcus. And then you went out and got Papa Giannis. Like you only drive centers. I don't get what the whole development plan is there. They must think Ben McLemore is like the best two guard. We never, we never. Uh, what's what's the owner's name? List. Vivek. Vivek Ranadive. Yeah, my man's. Hi, your boy. I'll fix that for you because it's it's looking crazy over there. I'll be in, I'll be in the Bay Area next week. We could definitely talk over dinner. You paying them, but <laughs> outside of the basketball weekend, we have the All Star weekend. We have the trade deadline coming up. Push for the second half. I think it's going to be a Cavs Warriors rematch. There was some NFL news, not necessarily about personnel. There's a couple season. things. There's a trade, trade by the Dolphins. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, the Dolphins and Jaguars just made a trade. They swapped a couple of second and third round picks in exchange. Brandon Albert is going from the Dolphins to the Jags. The Jags are sending back Julius Thomas. Jordan Cameron hasn't been able to stay healthy in Miami. Julius Thomas has been banged up. I still think that's an upgrade down there. If Tannehill's back Definitely next year. Definitely an upgrade. Julius they, Thomas younger, too. He is. He yep. is. He's got less less miles on his side. And he got when some Jordan championship experience. There, when Jordan Cameron was in the Browns doing numbers, he yeah. was their only guy. So that's why he wore he down got, so He fast. got beat up. He got beat up. 60, 70 catches in AFC North, and you're the only target. You got beat down. Yeah, outside of that, it's a real, normally a quiet NFL season, but we got some Darrell Revis news. Man. I already thought his time with the Jets is done. His performance on the field wasn't great last year. You know, he, there was talk about him moving to safety. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. He's smart He's, He still should go down as probably the Jets' best player ever. Probably their best player ever. Who's the most recognizable player in Jets history? Joe you say Joe Namath. Go look at even a Super Bowl Joe Namath one. His numbers aren't going to blow you away. I mean, he's one of the few 
Well, not a few. One of the few quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame that have more interceptions than touchdowns. But hey, so so was he Ted called. Grass, it, so he got four of them. Four of them. There. The rings. Call, the rings matter. Called the, the shot. Rings matter. Reeves, and he Reeves, called the shot. Reeves got his ring with the Patriots. So I'm happy he got that. I didn't think the Jets were going to bring him back. They are probably looking at reasons or ways they can cut him and save some money. This dude's got four felony counts against him right now. He he went out. He's back at home in Pittsburgh. I don't know if he was going from or to the bar, mm. walking around like 2 a.m. in the morning. Two dudes run up on him. Uh, four, four guys. Cameras out. Two of them get put to sleep. We don't know if Revis himself did it. Someone he was with did it. We just know we got a video of two guys snoring, someone yelling, and Darrell Evers turned himself into custody of the uh, Pittsburgh police. I think the story at first is kind of jarring, I guess, because it's like, okay, what happened here? And just from what you're used to hearing from you know NFL players. When he was in college, that Pittsburgh team got into some trouble. I never heard any stories about the Rev Reavers getting Well, no, Reavers, Reavers for the most part has been, especially professionally, he's been clean, like clean dude. But just in general, like NFL players, like when you hear stuff, oh, here you go, you got all them little domestic things and all that stuff. But I think this is it. I think the video kind of supported it. We got to see more of it, but it's like... It set the situation up. Though. Yeah, I mean, and he's in a no-win situation at that point. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Now, we don't know if he was the aggressor. We don't... But... If you're telling me he's an NFL player, he's a big, solid, very well put together. They're they're superhuman, essentially. To the regular person, they're superhuman. You walk up on one of them at 2 a.m. in the morning, drunk, whether or not you're inciting a problem or not. Anything can really happen at that point. It's the same thing as the Sean McCoy thing. Maybe don't run on people with cameras. Right. It's the same thing as the Sean McCoy thing, really. Remember what happened with Sean McCoy in Philly? Off duty cops. Whatever he got in the altercation with him, they said, "Oh, he did this, that, and third. When the when the facts started coming out, they eventually had to drop the suit. I think it's interesting. The same thing just happened with Joey Porter, and that's that's actually who Revis his his lawyer put out a statement initially. He canned that team and hired the people who defended Joey Porter last month when he got into that uh at that, a certain that club and, and it, uh he got into altercation outside right. that club against the. Security guard and undercover cop. It's and the same club. It wasn't the same place. It was the same area. But it was. It was, it, both it in, was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right. It was around where the Steelers are. It was a bar Look, in that area. He's from Pittsburgh. I think it's University just. A, of Pitt. I think it's just a, a optics issue. Right. That's the operative word right now. Hot topic word. But it's an optics issue. Just you're not used to seeing like like you said. These are superhuman. So at a certain point, it's kind of like the same rules that apply to a boxer. But at a certain point, somebody run up on you. What you want me to do? You want to be, you want to be slumping the street, or you want to be, you know what I'm saying? And, and his stance is either two things: either he does this and he's a monster and a bad guy, or in the same altercation, let's say he runs away, then we call him a coward or a punk. I mean, you just had the dude in New Orleans last year that shot the dude dead on road rage, and they still wasn't sure if they wanted to arrest him the day after. So personally, I already have a view you, you about, about it. Will Smith or uh, no, 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 not Will Smith. R.P. to him. Yeah, the guy that killed. Yeah, right. Joe McKnight, he got killed in a road rage accident. Uh, they, they actually finally... Uh, they finally brought him in afterwards. But look, look, the initial way that shit played out, they was like, you know, he was able to go home and do and all that's this. that's the whole thing, too. You never know. Never know. Those guys could have ran up on him, been joking around, and they had a gun at his head. Sometimes, look, I mean... Sir, as sometimes... I, and we, and we still yourself, don't know. This is all speculation. Right. We, we don't know what happened. But, but you know what we do know? The optics, to me at least, is... 
he was defending himself. Right. That's what it looks like. You know, we do know we know it's late. It was it wasn't during broad daylight. Right? It was late. It was at a club ball scene. So you you already formulate something from that. And Darrell Revis won. You kinda you I mean, I feel like I kinda know Darrell Revis. Like, all right, you're not just no wild off the cuff. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. He's from the area. You play high school football in the right. area. You're not some wild you off the cuff, dude. The area. You never been. Like, even when you well composed all the time. And two, I mean, besides late where it's at, who you know and and, and it's if you put yourself in a situation like it's recorded, they, you know, they not hurt like to the point that they leaking out or whatever. It's just <laughs> some some people some people's not available for comment right now. So some somebody had to do something to them. But I think really right there, like at a certain point, you gotta understand the world as it is. And it's, it's either he, it's either he preemptively defend defending himself and attacked them, which in the eyes of the law, if it's seen that that's the case. He's going to have these charges stand against him and get hit for it. But then you kind of understand, okay, this is what he did. Now, if it was they came at him crazy and he defended himself, then he'll probably be subject to less publicized charges. He'll still have to this pay nothing. He'll still have to pay something just because that's what you're saying, the optics. Because he's the the millionaire in the situation, the optics for him are gonna Some look worse. Some budget run around the corner and I that's gotta the way pay for it. That's the way it looks. It's the optics. He's the guy we know. We don't know these guys. We don't care. But he's the guy, so he's gonna have to pay for it somewhere. Hopefully, it doesn't impact his actual NFL future. I think the video will help, and I think I I don't think you could just totally stick him as a monster here. I think if anything, it's just gonna come out kind of even. So because it happened now, though, there's enough time that to clear it up. And yeah, the process can play yeah. itself out without. But definitely, I I think I think immediately back to the Sean McCoy thing. And how that was painted one way for X amount of time, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I immediately think back to the Sean McCoy thing. It was a painted one way X amount of time, and then once the facts came out, you seen, you know, the Philly Police Department had dropped all charges. Like, oh, what happened? This was an off-duty cop claiming, oh, he hit me, hit me. Story comes <laughs> one way, and then, a story comes easy. That's what happens. You know, they say, they say it's three birds in the story. There's your side, is my side, and there's the truth. Look, I forgot my man's in college, but my man's got arrested off the court. Speaking of charges. Oh, yeah. I did see that video. I was a, what, I was a high school basketball game. That was college. That was like D3 or something. D3. I forgot his name. Surely forgot his name. Uh, I believe actually the kid is Marquise Caudill. Yeah. This was a uh, Southern Vermont. Southern Vermont was playing against. Daniel Webster College. Man. So yeah, it was a division division three basketball game. He got hit with three charges for on court altercation. For, for anyone who hasn't seen the video, I'll put the link up on the Twitter uh, Twitter page, uh, Twitter at our commentary. Division three basketball game. About five minutes in the second half, little fight breaks out between the two players. A bit of a standoff. You got the player from uh, Daniel Webster. And that's Markel, right? Yeah, that, that's that's uh that's Mar Marquise Cordell. Marquise, Marquise, Marquise Cordell. They were at a, a little, you know, a fight's breaking out. Is that brief tense moment? Where you're not sure what's gonna happen next. Yeah, he just happened to cock back and and crush. He crushed him, and then you know what made it look bad? The hit, the punch was one thing. Then he stepped on him. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what so that's what did it. The, the player from Daniel Webster cocks back, lays out the player from uh, Southern Vermont. After he drops after, from the punch. He comes over and some straight Albert Haynesworth. Yeah, some some dirty stomp kick, 
It's real, real extra, real uh, flagrant. So obviously things escalate from there. Police get involved. Right. What happened? Like 20 cops clear the court. Yeah. What happened next is two other people got arrested for intervening in the fight. Right. There's about, yeah, 25 cops. Like three arrests. They charged Carter with second degree assault, which is a class B felony. Simple assault, criminal threatening and disorderly uh, conduct. And he's being held on $50,000 cash bail, cash only. Now. That's from a fight in a basketball game. Now, right. It might have looked bad, but those but, charges, my first thought is, God damn. Yes, like, at the end of the day, you got it's a basketball game. And he wasn't trying to kill the guy. Right, and you got to understand, like, I was watching Law & Order with this, right? They had the baseball player on there, and his whole defense was roid rage because he killed his driver. And that was a real legitimate defense. And especially in this case, it would make... You in the heat of battle. Of course, things are not going to come out right. Yeah, no no one's defending whether or not he was right to hit the guy because if you look, if you watch the video, clearly that was extra. And then the, the kick, the stomp after, way over way bounds. Over. But, to but be, you don't know what now, he to, said. To make this dude a felon though, right. over a basketball game. Over a basketball game. game. You don't know what was said. It was probably fighting the whole game. Like, it's... It's, it's too complicated, especially when you're in the realm of sport. That's my whole thing. About, I was like, you can't do that in a game. Like, you could suspend him from the team, find him, the school, find him, whatever. If they would have said he's kicked off the team, I would have, all right. But why? He deserves that. Right. He deserves but, that. But uh, actual felonies on him? Like, nah, you can't You, can't you could do be that. potentially ruining this guy's life. Right. And and that's, that's heat of the moment. It's sports. I'm in competition. My whole point is... is Aggression at this moment And I'm fighting in the post And doing all this Like you can't Hold that against hey, me Hey Tony Stewart Killed the guy last time I checked And he didn't get charged For nothing Mm-mm. Still That's about it man That's all we have today uh, Blunt Talk CC Radio It's Doc J You got Jordan A.K.A. The Water Boy True It and Water Send your right. splash. <laughs> splash Uh, We'll be back next week man We gotta see what happens At this trade deadline Hopefully we got some Cool new stories Other than Boogie Right on if not, then we're giving y'all nothing but soccer talk. Right on. Tune in every Monday. Um, every Monday's uh, episode's up at midnight or around that time. Uh, so either you get with us on your late night rock or your early morning vibe, whatever you got to do. But once again, this is CC Radio Players. Check us out next week. We got a special episode coming to you next week. Besides that, take it easy. Till next time. Peace.